deep in London's beating heart lies a wall A locked door it be if you know the call For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see Cause the wizard world is opened up as has the Griffin. Hello everyone and welcome to Shriekcast, no longer a Harry Potter reread podcast. I'm your host ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz, we are... Hmm, I was about to say ahead of the curve, but maybe we are just like, we are the curve. We're on the curve right now. We're on the um, curve, yeah. We're on we're, we're on the curve. The the middle part of the spear. Um the hand the handle of the spear. The shaft of the spear. <laughs> the shaft of the spear. Ooh, that's the that would have been a good new podcast name if we hadn't decided to stick with uh Shriekcast. Yeah, yeah. The shaft of the shaft cast. um yeah no we we're uh we're we're in it now we're doing hunger games and it seems like a lot of uh people around the world are also doing hunger games at the same time to the point where it has been declared uh the hunger games renaissance at the moment Uh, we're we're in the middle of it um are you seeing that manifesting around are you uh, are are you noticing that anywhere? And so I think that um, I noticed it like before we started, but I didn't realize what I was noticing. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. I had seen some posts floating around. People were talking about it. There was a little bit of buzz that I kind of attributed to the prequel movie that's like coming out or has yeah, come out yeah, or yeah. whatever. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just like back in the conversation a little bit. I did not realize until after we started the the little bit of the TikTok renaissance, the yeah. that thing that's happening. Yeah, the a whole thing, a whole thing is happening. Uh, so like temperature well taken, I guess on 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 choosing this cuz it seems like there's a lot of interest in it at the moment. Um I think part of why I didn't notice that there was anything like this going on is that, like, I don't use TikTok. I don't have a TikTok. And so all of these articles are like, it's huge on TikTok. It's in everyone's For You page. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what that means, but I'm happy for them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. TikTok is like the first real app that is the, the tip of the spear that I'm just like, I think I'm too old for it. <laughs> I just don't get it. The algorithm doesn't work on me. The... The, yeah, I think I think that so the thing is, is that, that people say that TikTok is like really good at showing you stuff it, 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 like the, the whatever, whatever crazy algorithm it has is just really good at determining what you want to see. Um, and I think that I already have that problem in my brain where I can summon anything I want to see at a moment's notice and will read it for like eight hours. You right, know, like yeah. I'm already, I already do that. If I want to read, like I, uh, I'm on a Batman kick right now. Mm-hmm. Just, just totally like, I, I don't even know like why this started. I just like started watching the animated series again. Um, and I was having a great time with it. I can find Batman stuff. I'm good. And I think that like having an app that's like, oh, it'll, it'll like show you videos you like. I'm like, I can find those. I'm good. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But who knows what they're talking about on Batman TikTok? I, 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 I poking around like articles and stuff. I, I, I did, I did see that like a lot of the, um, uh, the like book talk, I guess, Hunger Games discourse or, or not, not even really discourse. It's just like uh, a Hunger Games appreciation that's going viral there 
is all about like wow this is so this is like this is so politically savvy this is so salient this is this is so who who knew that when i was reading this when i was younger that this would this would like resonate so much with me now like that kind of thing right Mm -hmm. which i think is perfect uh and i think that i i will sort of like try and take the temperature of some of that stuff and i think that will be helpful for like rereading this and doing criticism of it because i it, it Hunger Games is in now in the same position or, or or starting to get into the same position that like we were talking about way before we even started this podcast with Harry Potter going like, is this really like, are, are, are people really like mapping their political beliefs off of a YA novel? Like, huh, interesting. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think that is that is going to be like a useful thermometer. Yeah, we'll see. Have you have you like used TikTok? I, I don't I'm not. I downloaded it once to like make a, a video with like the funny voice and then deleted <laughs> it. So I haven't like done I haven't done anything with it. Yeah, I downloaded it and made two um two Earl TikToks. <laughs> um, and I actually I actually felt like the video editor was very fun. Like okay. the little stickers you can put on it and the little effects and the funny voice and and all of that. And I just like made my TikToks and was like giggling to myself the whole time. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think that the like first one I made did pretty well. I mean, not in the okay. not on the scale of like real doing well. Right. But I'm like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they like juice the algorithm for you when you make your first oh, few. Sure. And so right, you get addicted yeah. to the like dopamine hit of the mm. likes and stuff. Um uh, but oh. I had a good time with it, but I, I didn't want to consume any of them. I was like, right. I, it's not it's not showing me what I want to see, and I don't know how to find it, and the videos just don't stop, and it's just like sensory overload. Do you also have, like, like I, I was just describing, like, how I, like, will, you know, I have, I have a fine time just, like, focusing on one thing myself, like... Has has there ever been a sort of like random discoverability thing that's like worked for you? I just don't I don't think my mind works that way. No, I don't think mine does either. Like I never used um and this is going way, way back, but like stumble upon. Remember that? Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, or like dig, any of those things that would like curate stuff for you and like or like show you new I just don't that's never been how I use internet stuff i guess so i like and, and like i find plenty of the, the closest i guess is like twitter you know but but like i like i will, I will see stuff i've not heard of on, on on twitter a lot of the time but it's just like yeah the drive to find just random content i don't know don't have that one yeah i agree um completely unrelated but i'm back on twitter holy crap oh, yes, that website are. is bad now oh it's awesome you're you're coming in at a great like, like we just get to enjoy it falling apart now it's really awful i didn't i didn't <laughs> realize because i i've been off it for for years yeah. um like like a couple maybe um but i just i had the poster spirit all of a sudden well up within me um and and so I came back and I was like, I did not realize it was as bad as people were saying. Oh, it's it is so bad. Like I, I you know, I it, it's always been bad to some degree, but it's been useful. You know, like 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 Twitter is has a, a, a at its 
like like before all this this stuff started i think was at least like a a useful site now useful and good aren't really the same thing but like i managed to make like a career out of it and like we probably wouldn't have like had a podcast without it right like you know it's mm-hmm. like it, it it's been incredibly useful for uh sharing and 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 discovering stuff but like it's so cool how all of that broke immediately like overnight and just keeps breaking and like today the day we're recording this like notifications just like stopped working totally for like hours it was great (laughs) really awesome stuff mentions weren't working yesterday uh there was that stupid new feature where you could like tweet to like just certain people that you like put on a list like like a like a you know, like your inner circle or whatever, and like that broke, and people were seeing tweets that like were not it was oh, just no. awesome, just basic functionality stuff, basic security stuff not working. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough time to be a poster, is what I realized. It's like yeah. what, a, what a hell of a time to try to come back. Yeah, have you uh, have you made a co-host like like a Tumblr type thing on there? Oh, interesting. I am on Tumblr. Uh, I that's probably my primary social media, even though I just kind of lurk on there. Tumblr at, at its peak was like, maybe that was the closest I ever got to like a show me, show me random stuff machine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, you do curate it, you know? Yeah. What's it like on there at the moment? Cause I haven't used Tumblr in at least a decade at this point, I think. Oh, it's goofy. I, I mean, the the new thing in the last few days is that um, you can blaze other people's posts. I don't think it's gone live yet, and blazing is where you can basically transform your post into an ad and put it in other people's feeds. Okay, yeah. So now they're doing that, but you can blaze someone else's. And they're, they're oh, right, because they're, they're putting it out on 420, haha. Oh, okay. The fun, yes, the funny day. Funny so day, tomorrow. it's coming up. That's that's uh, that's that like that, that is something, I guess. I mean, I guess that's just Reddit gold, really. If you're like blazing other people's posts, I don't know what Reddit gold does to this day. We we got we got, <laughs> we got, it. got it. We got it for we... Jack Sloper. I don't know what it is. Jack Sloper. I wonder if Jack Sloper how how he would do on. Uh, on the Hunger Games subreddit. I guess I guess we need to read a little further to have like a decent enough grasp on the book to like know what to post about there, but he could he could come back. Yeah, yeah, he might be enjoying the Hunger Games renaissance. Just to touch on one of the other novels we have read uh recently, um there's a there's a big TV show project looming. Uh and folks, I'm not talking about the HBO one. I'm talking about Twilight. <laughs> this is the big TV news of the year to me. Absolutely. I don't even other TV news. I haven't heard any. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the Twilight Saga. This is the exclusive from The Hollywood Reporter Twilight TV series in the works. Twilight Saga is getting out the te- is getting the television treatment. As sources tell the Hollywood Reporter that a series version of author Stephanie Meyer's best-selling book series is in early development via Lionsgate Television. 
Sinead Daly, whose credits include Tell Me Lies, The Walking Dead, World Beyond, Raised by Wolves. That was a cool show. Uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency and The Get Down uh, is attached to write the script for Twilight. Sources say Daly is working with Lionsgate to determine what the specific take on Twilight will be and if it will be a remake of Meyer's books or a different offshoot. Now that's interesting. Interesting. If we could just get, like, Vampire Diaries, but in the Twilight universe, that kind of, that doesn't sound so bad. I hope we get a tracker. <laughs> we, need, we need all the classes. We need all the classes represented in the in the main cast. We need a tracker. We need the, uh, the defense one that can create the bubble shield or whatever the fuck. But yeah, this is this is interesting. I I uh, I imagine that this is this is another one that's like so so early. It like seems like it must be in response to another television announcement that I am blanking on existing. Um, but it 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 feels like a, a you know like like an us two type thing um, mm-hmm. for it to be early enough that they don't know whether it will be a remake or a spinoff. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Twilight would make a great TV show, though. Like, whether or not it's the, the books or a, a yeah. spinoff. It's it's one of those things that is um, specific enough that you hope that they capture, like, the tone of it. Like, you know, I would assume you want Pacific Northwest, you want a lot of rain, you want fog, you want, like, angsty teen drama that is specific enough, but like, as far as what the story needs to be, you can kind of do anything. Yeah. I, uh, I have, uh, our favorite website, mycast.io open here. Oh, hell yes. And I'm, I figured we should check and see whether any casting suggestions had been made yet. Uh, for twilight TV, only one result. Wow. We might have to do this. It falls uh, to us. It the shaft of the spear once more. <laughs> the shaft of the spear in our hands. Uh, fan casting Twilight TV show. There is only one on here. They've only added four roles. Uh, and I'm clicking on this. And the only note that they have had that they've added to this is Twilight TV show, and then the subheader "Better than the movies." Um, the so, movie's great. The movie rocks. Uh, they have let's see: Thomason McKenzie as Bella Swan, Jacob L. Alordi as Edward Cullen, and Carlos Valdez as Jacob Black. I don't know any of these actors and it kind of looks more like they just went online and, and tried to find lookalikes who were the age that these actors were <laughs> when the it first sure one came does. out rather than like <laughs> hmm. so yeah i think maybe that's a project that's something that we should put a pin in we can uh we can my cast a a twilight tv series yeah, I'll have to do some research. I don't know actors at all, but I'm sure we could put put something together. Oh my god. Hey, I'm sending you the mycast.io link really quick. Sure. And I want to know if you scroll down and see what I see, a familiar thing that we encountered recently. Legion M? 
What is happening? What? We're surrounded by Legion M. <laughs> oh my god. How Where is this happening? fans can be investors. <laughs> I don't even understand what this is still. I... <laughs> we... We saw Return of the King last week in theaters. It rocked. Awesome experience. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about that on a common room or something in future. But but the important thing here is that there was a completely... Let me... How do I phrase this? Look, the movie is four hours long. <laughs> And they subjected us to a pre-show that the first one was an ad for uh, uh, a a tabletop game that I'm sure it looked like it was a fun event if you were there. But it was like edited around this interview with Elijah Wood where they were just like having him say like, yeah, the villains in Lord of the Rings are really cool or whatever. And then like showing Reggie Watts rolling a d20 very weird package it was an excruciating ad it was it was so long um but the other one was this ad for legion m which is a i think it's a it's a it's an investment firm but the goal is to in in their words turn fans into stock or fans into shareholders uh, and they invest in film and like book, I guess, projects, which it, like whatever this sounds fine. But the the la- the constant language of like like you can you can you know take control as a fan uh, by investing and turning fandom into shareholder just nightmarish. Just just sitting in the theater getting this ad, <laughs> ad for like. An IPO. Really scary. And, like, William Shatner kept being in the ad. Like, that was who they got. (laughs) William Shatner, footage of, like, a house party they had many years ago because Stan Lee was there, unless they, like, (laughs) used some of the money to bring him back to life or something. Very weird. They, uh, I think they're similar to, have you heard of Fig? Mm-mm. There's there's one of these for games, specifically, that uh, that has, like, Resulted in some pretty decent, like, like, like cool project, like um, Psychonauts Two. I know at least was a fig thing where where it is like Kickstarter, but you have a chance of getting like a return on investment, basically. Sure. So like, not unprecedented, but just like, just just I can't, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be pitched uh, an investment. While I'm at the movies. Very, very dark experience. No, in front of our four and a half hour long movie. (laughs) A very long film. Had a lovely time. So cool to see it in theaters. But it is four and a half hours long. It sure is. They got the extended version for us. It just has the, like, cadence of a scam. Like, I'm sure it's not, right? right? But the way... (laughs) But, like, it's... (laughs) It's dancing the dance of a scam. I just, it's it, for the, for me. It's not even that. It's just like I I I am so removed from ever having to think about like, hmm, I have some money to uh, throw around. What if I invested in in a fan run? It's just like like that is a that is a reach 
for like me, 31 years old, uh, I make all of my money from like four fake jobs that I have. Uh, and I'm at the movie theater to see Lord of the Rings on a Thursday. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not investing in anything. Legion M has partnered with Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment. Do you remember those books? I do. I never, are those are those Christian or are they just like self-helpy? No, they're not. And I actually found a, because I searched the same thing and I found like a quote by one of the owners saying that they were like kind of offended by people assuming that it's a Christian company. Oh, and they said something huh. very funny about like how it implies that like stories don't connect us all or something like that. <laughs> so, oh, they're just like, oh, you're so cynical. You think it must be a church thing or whatever. You don't yes. believe that the power of stories can heal the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That, yeah. Pairing a chicken soup. So I guess they... I guess they must do, like, inspirational films as well as, like, fandom stuff. Yeah, we'll see. In 2018, they are forming an agreement to produce television shows for their audience. So we'll see how those uh, go. It's 2023 now. Yeah. I, Chicken Soup for the Soul TV show. That sounds interesting. What would that be like? <laughs> a very heartwarming. Maybe a little tearjerker. Uh, maybe they worked on Ted Lasso. I hear that that's kind of what that... <laughs> Mm, this I'm is chicken soup around. for my soul. <laughs> oh, maybe they'll maybe they'll make a Hunger Games TV show too, and we can get uh, one of these investment firms on board. But for now, I guess we've got to finish the books first. So, yeah, shall we get into our reading for this week? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we read two chapters this week because we, we read. We read chapter two and we're like, oh, this is like one scene. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's let's do a couple. Um, so I'm going to run through them both um, real quick uh, mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll talk about them. Um, chapter two uh, uh, opens up right after we left off, which is that Prim has been um, called up as tribute um, as she's making uh, the walk up to the stage. Katniss. Um, intervenes and says her famous line, I volunteer as tribute, um, and it's going to take Prim's place. Um, instead of clapping, the members of District 12 give her the the special salute as a sign of respect for her courage. Um, it's time for the boy's name to be drawn uh, for the reaping, and it's Peta Mellark, which I think is a name we haven't heard before, uh, but Katniss knows him and um, relays some more information about her past, and she kind of thinks back on her first meeting with Peta. Um, she remembers that it was uh, during the lowest part of her life. Um, her father had just been vaporized in a mine accident, and her family was starving, their mom was unable to support them, um, her and her sister, um, and Katniss was out looking for food for the family, um, and she was thinking that they were going to starve to death. Um, but Peta, the baker's son, uh, burnt some bread, probably on purpose, and was punished by his mother, but was able to smuggle out the burnt bread to Katniss, even though he didn't really even know her except um, except from school. Um the next day, they see each other, they make eye contact, and then she looks away and had an epiphany that, that she knew they would survive, um, and she was going to use the hunting skills that her dad had taught her uh, before he died, and maybe wouldn't have come to this, this epiphany without um, Peta's kindness. Um, Katniss is brought back to the present, the reaping. Um, right as they're wrapping up their, their reading of the Treaty of Treason, um, and that's the end of, of chapter two. Um, 
going right into chapter three, uh, Katniss is immediately taken into custody um, uh, to be transported to the capital for the Hunger Games. Uh, before they leave, she has one last chance to talk to the people that she's leaving behind. Uh, her mom and Prim comes for, come first to visit her. Uh, she kind of lectures her mom, says that she can't give up again and that she has to take care of Prim, um, along with some other like logistical instructions about how they're going to like sell the goat's milk and all this stuff. So she's kind of taken on the like parental role here. Um, Peta Melark's father visits second. Um, he brought her cookies, which was unexpected and kind of a luxury item that Katniss isn't used to. Um, and he tells her um, that uh, he'll look after Prim and make sure that her family is eating. Um, uh, third uh, is Madge, the mayor's daughter. Um, we remember her from chapter one. Um, she gives Katniss the pin um, that we noticed earlier. Um, and the last person that comes and visits is Gail, Katniss's friend. Um, and he tells her that she should probably try to get her hands on a bow um, so that she can win the Hunger Games. Um, now that her visits are over, the train to the capital departs. The train is more um, luxurious than Katniss is used to, and she puts on some some fine clothes for dinner. Um, while she's dressing, she notices Madge's pin that she gave her, um, and it's a bird, and it makes her think of the Mockingjays, um, which are the offspring of mutant birds that the capital made to spy on them and regular <clears throat> mockingbirds, the result being Mockingjays. Her dad liked the Mockingjays, so she is comforted by the pin. Um, Peta and Katniss go to have dinner with Effie Trinket and afterward watch a recap of the other reapings on TV. That's the end of the chapter. All right. We're getting into some of the good stuff here. Yeah, we are. Yeah, this uh, this this first chapter with uh, with Katniss volunteering is so interesting. I think it is a really fun and like succinct demonstration of like what power does with some like very or like how power works um with with uh with like a controlled populace here but i think that unlike the first chapter where i was sort of like okay it's silly that katniss and uh gail are so politically astute i we see a lot more of katniss's own hang-ups here in a way that i think is really fun she she kind of gets it but also super doesn't in some of these scenes i think yeah, I think it strikes a much better balance in this chapter than it did in chapter one. There's this this moment like right at the beginning where she volunteers and she goes up and she notices the salute where she says like, well, none of them would have done this. No, no one else would have volunteered for Prim. Mm -hmm. But we had we actually have no way of knowing that because she volunteered like way before the protocol says you're supposed to. Um so just like instantly off the bat, I, I just got such a way, a way better appreciation of like who Katniss is as a character here. Yeah, for sure. You learn a bit more about like her and, and like you understand why, right? Like like this this whole chapter sort of like goes into like why she is so hell bent on being self-reliant about everything. But it's 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 a much stronger introduction to a character who like recognizes that everyone around her is powerless and that she is powerless as well. But her solution to that is like, well, I've got to be the strongest then rather than recognize like recognizing the interiority of like everyone else around her. It's, it's, it's very, very slick. I, I enjoyed this, this chapter a lot. 
I, I really like hearing that perspective because I feel like I read it a little more cynically than you mm. did, whereas I read a lot of that more as just delivering exposition, like Katniss having sort of like a a like God mode ability to know that no one would volunteer because it's <laughs> yeah. like that's what it's trying to impart to me about the district rather than about Katniss. Um, Interesting. I could see that. I, 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 I think that my... Uh, my read on Katniss here does hinge on on one particular detail later that I I, I guess I'll save for now. Um, so 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 how do you how do, how did you like read this this whole scene and and, and chapter? Then I'm I, I'm curious to like what stuff stuck out to you. I mean, it really I I guess I didn't read the same way into Katniss being like really dismissive. It was more like I was just taking her at face value as as telling us more about the world if that makes mm-hmm. sense i think that that is, i mean that's that's the thing right is that like this this could just be more of that um i think there's definitely some evidence here that it could just be that uh, i think the for as much subtlety as i might be reading into like her first person narration here i think there's also a lot of stuff where she just sort of comes out and says a very uh, uh, pat point about like every little bit of character development happening around her to other people. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like projecting too much onto this, but uh, I, I think if I ignore the part where she uh, ruins is a strong word, but there's the, there's the scene that you described where, she uh, she recounts the story about Peta burning the bread on purpose, mm-hmm. and she goes like, "Yeah, I be, I bet he did it on purpose for me." And I'm just like, "Don't say that. That's fine. I I I got it. I figured." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess this is a real. This is a like, how much trust do you think the author has in the audience type thing? Um, and I could kind of go either way on that. I guess. Yeah, I'll be curious. Um moving forward if Katniss gets challenged on her attitude. Yeah. Th- there there's like a there's a tone here that's like I guess could go either way. I'm just like reading through my highlights. Like to the everlasting credit to the people of District 12, not not one person claps. The boldest form of dissent they can manage, silence. Uh like these are how hmm, if they're if they're world building just plain maybe they are because there's also after that she follows it up with uh it says we do not agree we do not condone all of this is wrong which is a little more less um barbed i i guess this stuff just felt really nasty and barbed to me hmm yeah, see the way I read it when when she's sort of saying how they are feeling, I'm like, oh, she's just like God mode telling us <laughs> right. what the audience is expressing, right? Yeah, if she really if she's if there's not a hint of cynicism in her voice when she says the boldest form of dissent they can manage. Because the way I I was sort of like pairing that with with some of the later stuff in this chapter was that she is constantly getting as much out of people as she could like possibly get like people, people really going above and beyond to 
show solidarity with her that she is not returning right mm-hmm. the the PETA story is 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 a is a instance of that right but i guess also in that she does explicitly say like oh well he probably did it on purpose and i uh i hated that or whatever <laughs> or like i, I, I <laughs> Yeah, seeing some of these other lines after the ones I've highlighted here, I'm like, hmm, actually, maybe she's not being a jerk here. It's hard to tell. It is hard to tell. This book is so, the writing style in this book is so um, blunt, and it has the, uh, you, you know how, like, in, in, like, text messages and emails and stuff now we've sort of evolved to the point where a period is like a ma- like a, the, the most insulting thing you can put on a message yes yes <laughs> it kind of feels like i'm reading an angry email yes absolutely it does <laughs> does that this is such a weird thing to way to describe a novel but it's like very short sentences very blunt sentences and and I I think maybe I am I I could be just projecting that onto Katniss as a voice, but maybe it really is more the voice of like the entire book. This is interesting. I don't know. I I guess we'll never know until we finish it. But like it it does have that like um, standoffish tone all the way through constantly. I, I think though that the 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 note about how the salute is like the best they can do is, is interesting because I, I I do like Katniss acknowledging that like there's like a futility to it that's like cool I think and mm-hmm. it it makes the adoption of that symbol in pop culture kind of interesting and ironic I think yeah I guess that it that is kind of the the pop culture thing from this this series it's all i know yeah like the the the, the three finger salute it's really funny if you go on wikipedia there's actually a like a page just for the three finger salute like hugely different movements that all kind of ended up adopting this this symbol and i think it's interesting that the symbol is explicitly sort of noted as like well it's sort of a futile gesture like this isn't doing anything but it's it's nice to see a little bit of of uh uh acknowledgement from the crowd yeah i wonder if we'll see it as a symbol like transform through the series because yeah because because here it's just it's just like almost like a frustrated gesture right or like a um, and depending on how you read Katniss's view of it, it's like either it is like deeply appreciated and she knows what like how important it is, or it's like, uh, oh, well, thanks, you know, like, <laughs> 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 thanks so much. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd be curious to see how it how it evolves from here. Reg- I, it, I think that the the stuff that I I t- I take as um, Katniss being condescending i think will be just as interesting if they do if they if they are just the author's voice coming through and 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 like 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 building the the world out and the political situation out because like that could move this in so many different directions as a political story right Mm -hmm. like 
similar to, and I want to, I want to talk about this. Did you go crazy reading the school stuff in this chapter? Oh my God. Yes. What is going on with the school? What is going on with the school? It's coal. It's coal. It's coal school. <laughs> sending you, we're sending you to coal school until we make you work in the mines. So I, I, there's, there's this thing that keeps on coming up about like the district did this, uh, and and the school is one of them. Like the district, I think, I think is mentioned as like running the school, um, which I don't fully understand is the mayor when 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 katniss says the district like there's a thing uh, adjacent to the school where she's like talking about how she desperately didn't want to get taken into like the group home Mm -hmm. and i assumed that that would be like the like like a like evil government group home thing but it says the district did that so it's like does the is the mayor the district or is he like a puppet figure for capital government guys who are doing stuff in the district. I was so curious about that. There's the line about how some kid at school's dad got vaporized in the mines. And uh, 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 the similar thing happened when, when Katniss's dad died. Like, they got some money from the district to take a month off or whatever. And I can't tell if these are, like... Are these supposed to be, like, community solidarity things that she's like rejecting and disliking or is that like the evil government doing that what what is what is that it's really nice of the evil government to give them a month's leave from someone dying in their evil coal mines that's what i i I truly don't understand who is doing what and who's the bad guy here the the same thing with the um with the group home thing because there's there's the the katniss is like you know, I saw the the district home kids at school, but but she she remarks that like oh like they it looks like the uh, the 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 foster parents or whatever were like you know hitting these 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 kids at, at the group home, and I'm just like, but so who's in charge of that? Because if it's the district, like. How has the mayor not been? Because because it see I, I, who how the social strata work here? How high how much higher up the mayor is compared to Katniss is very vague to me still. Yeah. When when Katniss go is telling the story about how she got the bread from Peta, I I also I can't. I, every time I say Peta, I think I'm doing the the Lois Griffin voice. Oh, oh Peter! I hope you didn't burn that bread on purpose just for me. Um, <laughs> Peter, uh, Peter's family is in the market district, which is supposed to be like the wealthier area of the district. But like, they have like livestock that they need to keep, like in the street. Why do they have? To, why does Peter have to go to coal school if he's the son of a baker? <laughs> I I don't I don't understand what's going on with who's in charge and, and like I'm sure that, that there's someone listening to this who's read the whole series who's like fucking screaming at me screaming at their iPod or whatever right now but like I just I I truly haven't grasped yet how the 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 like power structure shakes out 
and how rich the quote unquote rich people of the district are. The amount of power that they would wield over. I mean, like, it's still I, I get it. Like it would they would still have more than Katniss having enough to, like, run an evil school and an evil group home. I don't quite I don't I, I can't square those things yet. Yeah, I mean, the mayor's daughter has enough to give away her golden pin. I, I, although I can't tell if we're supposed to read that as, like, this is a huge gesture. You know, she's giving away, like, again, is this the one piece of gold the family has? Or is this, you know, is she going home and putting on, like, a square one? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is the stuff about, like, the, 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 the district is giving people money for leave. The district is, like, the district setting up a community home at all. I want to know what the school is like so bad. <laughs> the do they have, like, sports? They do. No, because she mentions, like, sports activities in the first chapter. And, like, seeing the, seeing the like, the, the groups of, of, of girls and groups of guys at school when she, like, goes Why? to the square. Why isn't the evil government just sending the children to go work in the coal mines? I, I, I truly can't tell if even the most fucked up, nasty, rundown America that the author can imagine still has public school. <laughs> the one thing that, that, this, that the author just can't get around is like, well, there would have to be. I mean, they're, they're going to school. They're going to school, right? Like, everyone goes to school. I, the I kids don't. Kids go I, to school. <laughs> the uh the, the fact that the school that we we've heard about so far is just so mundane and like you know we're talking about people passing each other in the hall like they're they have hallways you know so it's like it's not like they're not like outdoors learning to like blow up coal rocks or whatever right like <laughs> Yeah, but it is coal school. She's like, literally, she's like, we learn about coal. Um, and also there's like uh, learning about the government and how good it is classes. So there definitely is that component. To yes, it. that's right. Um, which is also, I think, the funniest way that like after reading chapter one and how like politically astute Katniss was and then going to chapter two and having her be like, uh, they teach us about how good the government is in school, but I think something seems a little fishy about that. <laughs> Some, something just doesn't add up here. <laughs> I don't pay attention during that. That that is so. I, I I mentioned that like my my read on Katniss hinged on like one thing in in that like school flashback, or not really flashback, but like her recollection, right? Mm -hmm. When I first read this, the bit where she like says like, yeah, we have like we have like government class where we learn about the the capital and how much we owe them. But that doesn't work on me. You know, like I'm I'm smart. But then earlier when she's talking about passing PETA in the hallways at school, uh, she's she talks about this like self-loathing she has about feeling like she owes him something. Right. And I was like, oh, that's really clever. She's doing like, oh, propaganda doesn't work on me. But the one thing that she remembers from uh, from school is that there's this sense of like debt. And she's like transplanting that onto like people around her. But but also like the school stuff is so like hard to pin down. I'm like, maybe that maybe that's just purely an accident. I don't know. Hmm. 
because she just she 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 does seem a lot less smart all of a sudden in this chapter as soon as we get to what she learned in school like <laughs> <laughs> like huh i bet something's i bet something fishy's going on here whereas previously she was like yeah i know exactly what's going on here they're trying to they're sowing division amongst you know they're doing they're doing class warfare to us it's like oh wow okay so you just like have it nailed got it yeah well not anymore any like evil government school where like one of the students could be uh outside of school going yeah the cruelty is the point and they're sowing class division between us uh they need to rework the evil curriculum i think it's not working (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) speaking of I, i i do think it's 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 funny that the that like we get PETA selected out of the hat or whatever to 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 participate in the Hunger Games. And Katniss recounts this whole story about how he showed kindness to her in her time of need. And this isn't a criticism, but it is it is very fun that the premise of this of this chapter in this book is is like after the characters have already said, yeah, they're making class allies fight is these class allies are going to fight to the <laughs> death. <laughs> Just really hammering it home here. Yeah. Cool moment. Um, I said the hat just now, didn't I? Yeah. Do you th- it could be a hat. I, I'm just thinking about like when we were reading the subreddits and we were seeing like the, the Potter versus Twilight, like fandom wars thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's someone out there who's like, oh, Hunger Games ripped off the sorting hat with the names in the. <laughs> Pulling the names out of the hat. Pulling a name out of it. <laughs> That's got to exist. No one seems to have, have, have uh, you know what, here's my faith, here's, here's me as, as, as Katniss having my faith in, in the people around me being restored. Uh, no one said that. I was so sure that there must be something easily discoverable of that, but no. <laughs> uh, I do see something here that is a PDF from ResearchGate, a comparison of war and violence in Harry Potter and the Hunger Games. Which I will bookmark for later because we should compare the, the the Saving Private Ryan battles chapter from Harry Potter to this. I bet that's going to be very funny. Absolutely. So what's next? What's next? We have the the like meeting scene next, right? Yeah, the several meetings that we are going through. The several meetings. Did you like this? What What did you think about this this part? Um, I thought it was nice. Yeah. It's so tidy because it literally is just like characters coming in to say a thing and then leaving, but it it worked. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it has sort of that dreamlike feeling like being like I can really empathize with Katniss sitting there in shock and having this like parade of people from her past that really like some of them she wasn't even close to. Just yeah. sort of coming in and saying their goodbyes to her. Yeah. Is interesting. But we yeah. also don't really know these characters very well. So it's I think, also yes. kind of whatever. I think I think maybe that's where I'm getting this like, oh, this must be 
supposed to be showing Katniss's um, hang-ups thing. Because it's, it's like, if it's not about that, then there's nothing. Because we don't know any of these characters. Right. Um, these are... Uh, I mean, like, like the closest that we get is, like, Prim and her and her mom, but they're, um, and I don't even mean this in like really a like negative sense at all, but like they're plot devices, right? Like Prim, Prim has existed for a chapter and it's, 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 it's been a way to get Katniss like involved in the whole scenario, right? Is to like tell us how uh, sweet she is and to have Katniss stand up for her. Yeah. Yeah, she has to because her good for nothing mom. Yeah, well, she man, Katniss, <laughs> Katniss is really going in on her mom in this in this book. <laughs> you can't get fucking depressed because your husband is vaporized again, mom. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a streak of frustration and distrust that Katniss has for. Both Prim and her mom, I think, honestly, that's kind of interesting. The she's she's super like no matter what she actually says, you can I feel like you can tell that there is some real resentment between Katniss and her mom that's like really nasty. I I, I mean I love it, like it's great, but like yeah. like really just going in on her mom for like being catatonically depressed. It's like, well, yeah, fuck, I would be too, Jesus Christ. Um, but I think the the more telling bit is when she's like, uh, she's she's got this like whole pact with Gale to like keep helping them get food and hunting and stuff because she has this thing where she's like, yeah, I tried teaching Prim to hunt, not gonna happen. <laughs> like, not just, gonna happen. She, what did she do? She like cried over the like dying animal or whatever. That's me. <laughs> That's it's really funny. It's it's a really funny scene, and like maybe it's true. You know, maybe may, you know not everybody can 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 do everything. But also like Prim's like what twelve? Yeah. Like, like yeah, the twelve-year-old is probably gonna have a bad time killing an animal uh, for the first time. <laughs> like you might, I would. Katniss could probably stick at it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, at, 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 you know, training other people to be as as uh, strong as she is. It's fine. Prim has a goat, which Katniss <laughs> mentions like three times. So, um, it's nice that there's like a four H program at school or whatever. <laughs> she's making prim's making like feta or whatever that's yeah that's fucking great that sounds you know <laughs> i i if i could look i'm not saying that this it sounds great in district 12 but <laughs> if i could live in like a little house and just have like some damn goat cheese every day i think i'd like I'd survive. That sounds all right. She's making goat cheese. Like this is a this is a world where cookies are like a luxury. But I'm just like you could trade some goat cheese for some cookies. Maybe there's a one of those like you, have you ever seen one of those like economics isekai anime things where it's like I became a I became a shoe salesman in another world or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like there must be some sort of like Hunger Games AU where like Katniss teaches 
Prim how to hunt good, and Prim is like, okay, you need to stop trading six fish for one loaf of bread. <laughs> look, I can trade. Look, I can I can trade this goat cheese for like a bunch of cookies. It's great. I maybe maybe they have something they can teach each other. Yeah, maybe Katniss will get back after winning the Hunger Games, and Prim will have um have done some trading. Prim, 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 setting up like a lemonade stand, like a little kid has, but for for like feta. That sounds, mmm. That sounds really good. Getting some street mm-hmm. feta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Katniss hates her hates her mom. Yeah, but her mom is like an alchemist or something. <laughs> <laughs> what this, is she? Uh, she works at the apothecary. Yeah, the apothecary. <laughs> That is a no. It's like, like the the existence of the apothecary and how the apothecary. I like. I I have to take it as like, a, oh, things are regressing, and like because we have no real medicine, we're like doing apothecary. Like you know, we're putting leeches on people or whatever. I think that's what it's supposed to be. But I I just can't see the word apothecary in something and not go like oh so it's like a fantasy world which is stupid this is on me this isn't on the book but I'm uh, like- me too apparently I'm just like oh it's alchemy <laughs> she's turning she's turning the coal into gold in there <laughs> oh my god if Prim do if Prim could <laughs> this this is how you break out of District Twelve you're gonna <laughs> you get some of that coal. And you build Mom, a device. <laughs> Got to make some gold first. Get some gold, or like Prim, Prim and Katniss getting lumps of coal and trying to squeeze them really, really hard to make diamonds. Perfect. Oh, actually, before I, I, I we can't skip past this. I need to put a pin in this. The fucking. Uh, patch notes conversation that she and Gail have when Gail shows up to like give him give her his gift. This is by far my favorite part in both of the this, chapters we read. This is crazy good. I, I love was, this. I was going nuts when I read it. What was it? Yeah. What? So do you want to? Do you have it? Uh, do you have it highlighted here? You want to read it? I don't. It's but so- I'm sure I. I'm sure I can find it very easily. It's in chapter three. <laughs> First of all, they like go through this back and forth where the, he's like, Katniss, you should get your weapon of choice. And she's like, what if there isn't one? And then he's like, well, you have to make one. And then she's like, but <laughs> what if there's no wood? And that's how we get into it. That's he's how we like, he's like, they always have to have wood um, because of the time that it was like an ice world and everyone just <laughs> just died. Because it was so cold and they couldn't make a fire. This is so crazy to read now because I know I I know in my heart of hearts that this is like like the uh, Susan Collins has talked about how like she was watching like Survivor writing this. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is also, you know, like it's, you know, no one fucking they're, they're not like crafting on Survivor to survive. But like. Like, I, 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 there's no way for me to read this and not just read, like, video game patch notes into it. Like, oh, yeah, the map season, the, the, the ice map season, that fucking sucked. Everyone died. We couldn't even get, like, L, L season. Couldn't even get any <laughs> weapons. Like, 
It's true. We spent one Hunger Games watching the players freeze to death at night. You could hardly see them because they were just huddled into balls and had no wood for fires or torches or anything. It was considered very anticlimactic in the capital. All of this quiet, bloodless deaths. Since then, there's usually been wood to make fires. <laughs> the worst esports final of all time. The worst. <laughs> The word, yeah, the, I also, fun detail in there. I like that Katniss has been so, um, like, standoffish about the Hunger Games, but also she watched it. I think they make them watch it. Oh, do they have to? Because, okay. So I believe they like, so. Okay, so so it's not like, it's, it's not like it's, like, uh on TV or whatever. I guess, I guess they mentioned that they only get, like, TV in the evenings if the electricity's on or whatever in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. So I sort of pictured her, like, tuning into it, but maybe they, like, broadcast it in the square and make everyone watch. I can't find it for some reason, but my favorite part is when they talk about the the Hunger Games where they just had to hit each other over the head with maces. Oh, yeah, here it is. They don't always have bows, I say, thinking of the year that there were only horrible spiked maces that the tributes had to bludgeon one another to death with. But then but then later she says that one of her most hated um, Hunger Games was the desert one uh, because many contestants were bitten by venomous snakes or went insane from thirst. And I'm like, I got to say, the, the bludgeoning with the maces would probably be my least favorite one. Yeah, that that sounds that sounds nasty. Yeah, I don't want to see someone get smacked with a mace. Those will fuck you up. <laughs> That's so funny that there's just like, yeah, there was an ice map. There was a desert map. They, the, they don't always have bows in the rotation. Sometimes it's melee weapons and those are really bad. <laughs> Sometimes the wildlife is more aggressive. That's literally that was like literally a thing people were complaining about like a fortnight season ago or whatever is that the fucking wolves would attack you too easily. <laughs> The jungle's too strong. The jungle's too... <laughs> Blue also... will kick your ass. <laughs> Katniss is gonna forget to take smite uh, going into the into the forest. Um, <laughs> the bit where he's like, where she's like, well, they don't always has bows, and, and Gale, he's like, uh, we'll just build one. That one is so also very intriguing to me i want to know how what he means does he mean like just find any sort of bendy piece of wood and hope that it doesn't break or just does katniss know how to like actually make a bow because that's like not that's not trivial i think we all tried to make a bow and arrow as um children in the woods um, yeah and it doesn't go so well it doesn't go so good it's like <laughs> both strings are like made out of like animal sinew. Like if you go far enough, like it's not. It's just, I mean, if that is if if the book if 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 a chunk of the book is her like having to like actually, you know, get some good gut string or whatever, or like uh, actually like sand down some wood. Like that sounds pretty fucking cool. But I just I just imagine him being like, so make one, and Katniss just getting a branch and putting some string on it and being like, all right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> just just walking around with Breath of the Wild weapons. Like, <laughs> uh, th- th- this this stuff makes me so excited to get to the actual Hunger Games stuff. If it's if it's just all going to be like weapon scavenging and power level discussion, mm, wow, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun read. Oh, it better be. If you were thrust into the Hunger Games, 
Yeah. What what weapon are you going for? Mm, great question. Um, something. Well, I don't know. What's the best weapon for someone who cannot fight? <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you you handle the SMG pretty good in Warzone. How, oh yeah, that's an option hard, for sure. How hard can it be in real life? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do they have guns? Do they have guns in this, or is it just is it just like? bows and knives and like they mentioned knives they mentioned maces but also the maces are like sort of like a standout it sounds like so maybe it's not always all melee i'm so curious like i guess we'll find out i guess we'll find out uh very curious to know okay so this is this is something that i i i i i, I put a pin in but we have we have to talk about this the fucking sci-fi reveal in this chapter Fucking mutant birds. There's fucking mutant birds in this book. So, like, of all the first two chapters, it was like, oh, apothecary, this, uh, uh, like, what, what, like, what level of technology are we working on? Are, are there potions? Chapter three, uh, there are mutant birds that uh, can speak and understand English, and they're used as spy drones. <laughs> Crazy, kind of awesome, but also just like. What a what a fucking amazing pivot all of a sudden in this chapter. It makes me wonder why the capital needs coal. <laughs> like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That does seem like sort of a technology mismatch, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe it's just that they are consuming power like constantly and so they just like have every power resource going at once but like mutant birds is getting on the level of like so you guys like haven't invented like a like the replicator yet or anything like maybe it's just to demoralize them and they just throw the coal away oh ooh, that would be nasty right that would be super fucking nasty that would be cool yeah now that's some evil government stuff Fuck, fuck, (laughs) fuck this coal we just we just want to make you suffer. The cruelty is the point. Yeah. Just the the transition from the bird is connected to the ring on the badge by its wingtips. I suddenly recognize it, a mocking jay. They're funny birds and something of a slap in the face to the capital. During the rebellion, the capital bred a series of genetically altered animals as weapons. <laughs> Crazy fucking sentence. This is Okay, so imagine just to like like explain how crazy this sentence hit me like i i i I already described this book as kind of reading like an angry email like imagine (laughs) just getting like a shitty email from your boss or whatever that's like okay there are birds that are mutated and they spy on people and there's web and their weapons okay got it (laughs) like just just getting chewed out in an email for like (laughs) Not knowing that there are mutant dogs out there or something crazy. I don't know. I was I I was not expecting this. I did. I had somehow gone this entire decade and a half of these books existing, not picking up what Mockingjays were. Yeah, me either. I had no idea. It must not be like important or I mean, like not important, but like it must not be like. I'm assuming that like Winston Overwatch isn't going to like rip someone apart (laughs) in this. But at the same time, like, just knowing that there's, like, 
like mutant animal warriors in this is like oh that changes my like understanding of the territory in a very interesting way is that what was being implied about like the aggressive wildlife from chapter one because she's always getting attacked by like dogs and stuff right yeah she's yes yeah she's like really draws the aggro of like lynxes and i mean like those will fuck you up if they want to but they don't typically right uh yeah huh maybe the <laughs> the, the 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 like unspoken actual sci-fi thing of this series just being is it's it's like <laughs> it's like fucking tokyo jungle <laughs> out there like as soon as you leave the walls there's just like <laughs> angry mutant animals <laughs> there was like a cbs show i think about that like a few years ago called zoo where it was like a bunch of animals at the zoo went crazy and took over new york or la or something (laughs) so maybe yeah maybe that maybe that's what's happening in the hunger games the ant because also the venomous snakes like you can get bit by a normal snake that'll happen but like if it's the hunger games if it's if like multiple contestants are being attacked by snakes that are hyper aggressive yeah how small is the stadium yeah, what you it, what can it, avoid a venomous snake pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe there just are super fucking aggressive snakes and 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 dogs and stuff. Mm. That's an interesting backdrop to this to this book. That's almost a cooler story happening, like outside the wall. Like what's what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> there's like okay, so like you know, I like battle royale and all, but like there's fucking planet of the apes happening out there can can, can i see what's going on like what's going on with the animals i want to see i want to see if there's like you know tigers having wars with dogs or something that sounds fucking awesome (laughs) they just aggro on you like a wow enemy like they just see you just run straight towards you immediately and start attacking it's really the (laughs) that's a big problem I know the Hunger Games are a big problem, too, for the populace, but the animal thing is also a problem. That if uh, will we get a chapter in one of these books where this is explained and like the evil leader of the capital is like sitting in a, you know, in like a like the Star Destroyer bridge or whatever. (laughs) And their officer, like first officer comes like, my my lord, the the dog army is advancing on New Jersey. (laughs) I've got bigger, bigger problems in the Hunger Games right now. You Can't you see the Hunger Games are on? (laughs) Deal with with the chinchilla uprising. I have a Hunger Games to preside over. (laughs) That'd be awesome. I've, that, that, that's that's what I hope is going on in this book. That the, the animals yeah. are just like enemies at the gate of the districts. There, <laughs> there is an army building just outside the walls of the capital, and it's not human. There are there are some there are some angry, pissed off wildlife out there. Mm-hmm. It's like a gorilla riding a zebra. There's like a yeah, hell yeah, all right. I'm just kidding. Did you, did you watch those Planet of the Apes movies? No, I never have. They're the the new ones are like 
I would say that they're really stupid, but they're like pretty fun. And you do get to see a uh, a chimpanzee riding a, a horse holding two machine guns, and like that's like, pretty good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is fucking all right. That's what I hope is going on somewhere in the Hunger Games universe. Yeah, it better be. But yeah, no. So there's like spy drones. There's birds. I uh, there's this sort of like convoluted story about how the birds are like kind of a problem you know kind of a middle finger to the capital which i i get i get that's important to katniss that does seem like something maybe a little provocative to be wearing on the capital train but it also seems to be an association that only katniss has mm, kind mm-hmm. of like, I don't know, maybe the capital doesn't actually care. Yeah. And her dad was just like, I like these birds. There, see, this this is this is like me hoping that all this stuff is intentional because that there's there's Katniss wearing this pin, Madge even having it to begin with, when presumably like she's close to like government people, right, as the mayor's daughter. Um and there's like the three finger salute that happens that the that the news announcers in this in this second chapter when she's watching the other um uh tribute broadcasts and when it gets to like her and like the salute thing happening like the the announcer is like oh their their local customs are so charming there right um i like this idea of like all these like symbolic gestures just not mattering at all to the capital <laughs> like yeah, yeah, right. sure, sure. Keep, yeah, sure. Wear your little pin. That's fine. We we take all your coal. Like whatever. Um, I yeah. kind of like I kind of like that idea, but I'm how essential is that to the story? Right. Uh, we get sort of like a a, a, a ro- whole like rogues gallery thing introducing some of the like opponents she's going to be facing in this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mention that just because it's sort of a list of people we don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's a fun little intro to, like, who are we going to meet, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we see some other characters, and we sort of... Th- this this was fun seeing what the other districts were like. And although I, I, I it does, unfortunately, I think, make this whole thing feel a, a touch sillier, that the, the allegory here is basically just American states. Yeah. District 12 is like the, 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 you know, Appalachian states. And it's like hardy, hardy, hardworking, uh, no nonsense folk uh, who, who work in the mines and, and, you know, they're, they have uh, uh, weird customs there that are charming, you know, just very, very standard stuff. And then it's like, yeah, there's like, a richer district and like an artsy district. And so I was like, Oh, okay. So it's just like, I'm, I'm so, I, 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 we've got stuff like we have her mentioning like the wealthiest townspeople and we have these, these like, Oh, there are wealthier districts. Uh, so like, what is, what is the cutoff for someone to be, like capital rich in this allegory, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, it is it is a fun scene, and also we learn um, that Katniss is obsessed with crying and other people crying, and how stupid it makes them look. Oh yeah, she is, isn't she? 
she she is very very focused on uh, Peta. Oh, so 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 she she kind of gets on her own ass in the first chapter for or the second chapter for crying and like tries to hold back tears and stuff. Uh, she immediately notices Peta is crying on the way to the train and is like. I wonder if he's doing like I wonder if he's doing the crying strat. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a really funny moment. Which the crying strat is what? That you make yourself look weak so then you can surprise them that you're not. I <laughs> I'm so curious how that works. Are, like like I I I we we don't really know how like the actual fights take place yet, so uh, so like maybe maybe it super does work. But I I love this idea of like crying a whole bunch, like you're the witch from Left for Dead, and then like unleashing your ultimate attack <laughs> on someone when they get close. Like, <laughs> is that like a viable viable like life or death ma- like mace fight technique? <laughs> There's, I I would have loved for her to, to you know she was talking about this other girl who won uh, one of the Hunger Games by like or, or or as Katniss describes it like you know she she cried a bunch in all the pre-show stuff and then dominated because uh, she was underestimated. <laughs> I, I just like she's describing like the you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses strategy as far as I can tell like. <laughs> Like, does that is did that help anyone? I I hope she was in the mace one, right? Like that that that's how she won it. She would just like start crying and then do like a really badass like head smash or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the the story the 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 situation has been described as so heightened and violent and like kill or be killed it it's sort of funny that katniss thinks that like looking like a wuss in the pre-show is what matters that's <laughs> just like like you're that's not kind of a crazy thing to think again this is katniss talking about it like it's patch notes like oh criers are op in this like <laughs> we weepy people op in the hunger games everyone loves them so much for crying and thinks they look stupid. It's just, yeah, very funny. Very funny moment of her just being like, ah, I, I see we've got a crier on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> this whole bit on the train is like, I don't know. It's, 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 I, I, like the sci-fi reveal is very jarring, but I'm surprised at how, I almost feel like we could have sat a bit longer with her, like, experiencing luxury for the first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, she went from, like, chocolate chip cookies being something that she's, like, never had before, like, and all of a sudden she's on, like, this crazy, crazy luxury train and having food that's, like, making her sick because it's so, like, rich and yeah. luxurious. Yeah. Like, have you ever, have you ever, like, had an experience like that? Like... Like just going somewhere, like a family friend's house or or something or or anything like that, where you're just like, holy fuck! Like this is oh sure different yeah. reality to me. like I yeah I would just I I wish to either it worked less or more on her basically right like 
she she rejects it once Effie starts talking about table manners, but it's more of a response to like a rude thing she said about like poor people and not like out of hand, like like dismissing the idea of like luxury. Right. right. She doesn't really like make a scene. Um, she just sort of again, similar to the three finger salute and the uh, and the pin, I guess, just sort of makes a gesture that doesn't really serve to do anything other than like mildly annoy Effie, who quickly reminds her that like, hey, uh, that drunk guy is like your boss now, and he he's it's his job to make sure you don't die, right? Like, right. So like that that that's like a neat like resolution to that scene but just like it, we really move through this train stuff very quickly she is not not moved by the presence of like unbearably decadent wealth around her um in a way that's kind of a i don't know if i'd say like a bummer but i'm just surprised that she didn't have like more to say about seeing the crazy like like by her own word like she's never been in a car before mm-hmm. and just didn't really have anything to say about it other than that like yeah, I don't go in cars. Like I don't know, a little, a little. Like I would, I would hope for some more like culture shock stuff. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It just ends up. I, I don't want to say it's boring because I haven't been bored the entire time. No, no. I've been reading it, um, but it it just could be a little a little spicier than it is. Yeah. And again, in, like, either direction, right? Like, either she would be, like, more sneering at it, like, I don't need any of this or whatever, and it sucks, and <laughs> she, like, breaks the tap or something. I don't, I don't know. Just, just any, any sort of lashing out. Or her going, like, damn, okay, I could get used to this or something. Like, just right. either, either way would be just, like, a, 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 an interesting response. Again, she's, like, what, 16? Like, a 16-year-old isn't going to, like, get excited that the carpets are super crazy or like the food that she's being served is like crazy expensive. Like, I don't know. Just the uh, propaganda is going to work on her at some point. I feel right. Like. Right. <laughs> I mean, it would be really cool if Katniss like, cause we had that moment with uh, Prim and Katniss where Prim is like, you're going to try to win. Right. And Katniss is like, well, yeah, but it's like it hadn't even occurred to her yet. And it would be mm-hmm. cool if when all of a sudden she was around all this luxury, if she was like, wait, what if I win? Right. Yeah. Like if you like, like the like part of it is understandable because the the winner that she saw, she knows about is. Um, Hamish. Yes. Hamish. Uh, and so like Hamish, she thinks is like pathetic and disgusting and, and, and sad. And so like that makes sense. But but. I feel like that would make this even more of a surprise, right? Like seeing how nice all this stuff is and how comfortable she could be. Cause that's like the, like, like textually, that's already the, um, the point the book is trying to make, right? Is that like, it's easy to divide people along class lines if you're giving someone what they want right like Hmm. uh and so her experiencing being in a car and like like having the 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 convenience of a car and then getting on this train that is like a, a cruise ship level of luxury and being served like the finest food like like her just not even being like 
like, damn, I could get, you know, this is, this seems pretty good. If I win, I like, I, I just won't be, I just won't end up like Hamish. I do it better than him. Uh, you know, like right. I, I would win better than my ally, <laughs> right? Like I, I would, I would, I would be rich. Be- I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing we all don't. We all tell ourselves that, like, if a million dollars, million billion dollars fell out of a helicopter onto our roof, that like we'd be good at being rich. Like, oh, I'd give money to my friends or whatever, right? Like, there's no. That's that's so relatable and like tempting. I don't know. Like, even to just fantasize about like having money and and power and ease of access to luxury like her not being swayed by it at all is just just a little too a little too sure of her political views i guess when i when i make it to the capital i'll change the hunger games from the inside (laughs) right it's literally oh i hope that i mean there's i mean we've got three books so we could easily get to some of this stuff like we we're 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 drilling in deep on like chapter three of the first book here so like there's room for this stuff to happen, but I hope so badly that that is the character in this story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could. I look, I look, I know that the Hunger Games are crazy. I know that they're evil and nasty. It's crazy that we have to, like, watch all these teenagers uh, uh, rip each other's faces off with uh, with kitchen knives every year. But if I get elected to the board, I will make sure that we uh, start uh adding like a pixelation blur to the TV so people are not traumatizing people, the audience. Like I look, small steps. I can change from the inside. Like we'll give them wood so that they don't freeze to death overnight. <laughs> right. No, that's like you're right. Oh my god, that's literally in there already. <laughs> Someone made that decision. Like <laughs> We'll give them, yeah, we'll give them wood during the Hunger Games so they, you know, they can at least, like, not just starve. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. (laughs) It's all in there. (laughs) Somebody's job is is being the, like, nice Hunger Games designer. Yeah. That's good shit. Someone's job is to be like, look, the maces were a little much. (laughs) But... (laughs) But what if we left some K bars around? I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> that's uh, that. Yeah, that. This, there's enough here, at least for me, that I'm at least excited. Like, I'm very excited to see where all this goes because it's like it's in it's in like check writing mode. Uh, and if it can cash all this stuff in like a cool action story, I'm like, I, ooh, I'm on board. I'm, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm definitely looking forward to seeing capital shit and like what the actual combat is like and, and all, and all this stuff like start unfolding. Right. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for, for as many questions as I have, have about like the world building and stuff, it's like. I'm I'm excited. I don't know. What what are you what are you feeling at like this stage? I can't wait to find out more. I want details about every little thing, which is a great place to be three chapters into a book. Yeah. That's yeah. a three part series or however many books there are. Are you looking forward to a training montage? Because that's what it sounds like we're getting next, maybe? Oh, I hope so. That's that's my guess. I guess this is a new experience for us because we're both reading this with no prior knowledge. I feel like 
maybe a little segment at the end here where we predict what the next thing is going to be could be really funny. Like sealed envelope, sealed envelope type predictions. Like it's, we're going to get, we're going to get a training montage with Haymitch, I assume. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, that's really exciting. Do you have any, like, do you have any other, like, yeah, here's mine. This might it may it could even be it could even be a two part chapter where we have the training montage and then we have um uh shopping with Effie. Ooh. Yes, cuz she's got to make him look presentable to like put them in front of like the the board of evil Big guys. Games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's she's taking them to the to the uh what's the fucking What's the the riot the old riot forum the the fucking uh, oh fuck uh, the tribunal the tribunal yeah we're taking it to the tribunal <laughs> <laughs> you need to look presentable we're putting you look we're putting you in front of some blue posts you better have your numbers straight for your suggestions <laughs> for patching uh <laughs> patching wow that's what it's that's what Effie's gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna change change the Hunger Games for the in for the from the inside. Uh, no more hate speech from any of the contestants. <laughs> no more hate speech from any of the con- contestants. Uh, Warlock, no changes. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, we're gonna we're getting a we're getting a a. a uh, a shopping chapter so they can be on TV and a, and a training montage. That's that's the, that's the the Shriek cast sealed envelope of the episode. Yep, uh, that's good. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, since we since neither of us have read this, I think that that that's something that'll be uh, both fun for us and maddening for everyone who has read it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anything else for these chapters? I feel like there's a lot in here. I have two little details that I just want to at least mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, the very, very beginning when um, Katniss is going to volunteer for Prim and she notices Prim's untucked shirt as she's walking up to the mm. stage is so sweet. And it, like, gives me goosebumps thinking about because that's exactly the way my brain works, too. Like, that little detail. It's just a it's a very sweet moment. That's that's the bit where she compares it to, like, a ducktail, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's just like the moment that she comes undone and is like, I, I have to, have to go up there and take her place. I think yeah, really sweet. I, I really love that and the little bit before it, like just speaking purely on, on like writing style stuff. Like that is a really sweet and vivid image, and also I love that, um, the way that she walks up to describing that feeling is reaching for a completely different feeling that she remembers also being bad as like, Mm -hmm. like, because the chapter starts with this like complete non sequitur of like, uh, her being in like a hunting blind and falling off, like falling out of it and having the wind knocked out of her. Yeah. Which is, is so, it's a great moment because it's like, uh, it, like it's 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 so simple and and not cliche, but like it's like of course everyone tries to describe um, emotional reactions as like physical ones, right? 
mm-hmm. but it's such a a completely unrelated one that, that like it, it, it captures that feeling of like brain rebooting because something so bad has happened right in a really great way just just total random synapse remembering a physical thing that she experienced uh while trying to process this this moment i yeah i, I thought that was really great too yeah it, yeah this the second chapter opened really strong i think yeah yeah that is a very sweet moment and and, and i think also just like just a great like like the the the, the line about the dress bunching up like a ducktail is so that's such a unique image uh mm-hmm. very 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 powerful prose on that one yeah um and what was the other thing my other one um is i like in a serious way i will say that i'm interested to hear how like the theme of probability continues to come up in this um in this book because the whole like may the odds ever be in your favor stuff um, is I think the other thing I know from the hunger games Mm -hmm. and like something that the characters say to each other. Um, But the way that it like manifests in the second chapter is really funny to me because it is just like makes no sense. And I can't quite get like the scale of how many people are being entered into the hunger games. Like quite right. Like I'm like, so for first Katniss is like, I never even thought what would happen if Prim got selected because the odds are so slim. And I'm like, really? Like, you didn't even, like, consider it? That's really strange. But the fact that she comments on, like, the odds there, and then when PETA is selected, she has nothing to say about the odds of it being someone she knows kind of bothers me. She's like, oh, what are the odds of that? And I'm like, fine. Is she, like commenting on the probability or not but it's weird to have it both ways if i remember right it's even funnier because she comments on the odds again after that uh let me she's because she because she does have that moment of like oh why him right why like uh but it's more of like personal annoyance not like oh like today's fucking crazy like i'm rolling ones right Right. Um, uh, where is it that she brings it back up? Uh, oh, yeah. So, oh, well, I think there will be 24 of us. Odds are someone else will kill him before I do. Of course, the odds have not been very dependable as of late. Like, <laughs> I, I, she's, yeah, like, the odd stuff is... Like, she's sort of doing the, like, oh, well, either it's 50%, either it happens or it doesn't kind of logic <laughs> a little yeah. bit here, right? Um, yeah, the the that's just another, like, scale of the district thing that I just don't get. Because mm-hmm. if it's, if it's enough, if you can get the entire district in one town square... The odds are pretty good that someone you know is going to get picked, surely. And like, she yeah, hasn't... and probably good enough that you would consider what would happen if your sister got picked. Yeah, like I see that almost thrusts me back into like my criticism of like the characters being so politically aware stuff 
being being causing friction for me because uh, like wouldn't that be if you truly didn't think if you were going through life in this in this world where uh the hunger games happens right and but like you assume that it wouldn't ever happen to you and that would be your big wake up call. I mean, like that, that is, that seems to be like, that is the, um, that, that feels like it's, it's meant to be the sort of like class struggle stuff that it's, uh, uh, like intentionally talking about and, and playing off of is this idea of like, yeah, everyone is sort of set against each other and you're encouraged to like, win often at the expense of other people in around you who are ostensibly like the same as you and it works because no one ever considers that it might happen to them right Mm -hmm. and it does happen finally to uh uh katniss but like she's already super jaded about it but also not only is she she's super jaded about it, but also didn't wasn't jaded enough to worry about what if it happened to her or her sister. Right. So, I, yeah, uh, the scale of it is just kind of off, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. I mean, the way that even people think about probability is often flawed, mm-hmm. like just as a matter of course. And, but the way that hers is is very inconsistent to me, and I could ignore that. But I would I would appreciate if when Peta gets called up, if she had something to say, like like what the f- what the fuck? I'm so unlucky today. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> L day. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she has she has that zinger about the odds not being in her favor lately. But like that's not to do with that it's to do with whether or not someone will kill Peta before she has to which is um that that reminds me that here here's my one more thing i knew so little about this book that i assumed that the two tributes when, when it said that they were picking like a boy and a girl i assumed that they would be like on a team like they were doing duos Right. The 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 capital making it so not only do you have to kill kill people, but you have to kill someone from your town. Uh, kind of awesome evil guy stuff. I will be very curious if it comes up whether Haymitch killed someone from District Twelve, mm. or if it's like the other person from District Twelve just died yeah. to another to another person, like another contestant, or. From a poisonous snake or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't think about that. Cause yeah, he's him him being this like Well also, I thought did, did we read in the first chapter that the winners got were supposed to get this like life of luxury in the capital after winning or something? I don't remember if they go to the capital or if they're just like taken care of the rest of their life. Yeah. I know the district gets a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Because Hamish is, like, clearly quite a sad case, right? But he, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm curious if that is just all on, like, oh, the weight of um, 
the weight of having to win the Hunger Games and kill like 23 other people or whatever, or whether it there's something more to be revealed that's like, like you said, like you suggested, like, oh, he like specifically killed someone from it's the same districts that he knew or like are people in the district mad at him for like, yeah, just it feels like there might be more going on there. Yeah. Um, Cause like uh, Katniss is like rattled off like a bunch of other champions, including like the crying ones, right? Like <laughs> she knows like the crying strats and like, she didn't, like, I feel like if it was common for them to, like, all fall into this, like, uh, sort of, like, depression and 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 lose control of their lives afterwards, like, she would comment on, like, oh, and because, like, if, if she had gotten on that train and seen all that luxury and been like, oh, well, I know what the winner's lives are like because they're all like this, that would have been believable, right? Like, like, for her to have that level of, like, observance of, like, yeah, like... I don't need any of this because I see what it does to I see I see what it did to Hamish and and the crying girl. But like it seems like Hamish is a one off, um, right? Uh, so uh, curious to see if there's more going on with him and what the other champions are like. If we beat any, that that would be interesting to see, like what what their lives are like after winning. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Enjo- enjoying it a lot just like thoroughly enjoying it just as a thing to read right now like yeah definitely um lots of lots of questions lots of like like really drilling down into like questions about like the allegory and stuff but like overall i can't stress enough that like man this is like a fun read so far so yeah if i didn't have to read it for the podcast i would still probably finish the books so yeah, right yeah i would have just good would have just been reading it um well i guess that's all of our book um anything else to cover or should we take it to the close let's take it to the close all right our theme song is tbd i haven't <laughs> We need to think about this. I hadn't considered getting a new theme song. I guess for now, it will still be Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for letting us use it as our theme song. You can find them on Bankit. You can find us at patreon.com slash streetcast. And Liz, what are we going to read next week? Uh, one chapter, two chapters? What are you thinking? That is a great question. Uh, we will definitely be reading uh, chapter four. Um, let me see how many pages it is so we'll either read chapter four or four and five okay yeah that sounds good to me and uh oh god we did we did we did come up with the ending thing here we did do this hold on going back in my happy mind hunger games. happy hunger games Cause this hot mama is just a cat in disguise